Seasons change. Why not your tech? Upgrade now during the Dell Technologies Summer Sale event and save on select PCs, like the XPS 16, powered by Intel Core processors. You'll be able to bring your most intensive projects to life with built-in AI, minimalistic design, immersive visuals, and cinematic audio. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to exceptional tech and electronics, plus free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Dell.com slash deals. That's Dell.com slash deals. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to Money Making Conversations. That's right. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. My next guest is a tattoo artist and a return returning guest. Because the first time you, you know, she she heard of me. I heard of her because I see her on TV and all that good stuff. But this time we have a relationship because I'm going out to LA next week. I'm dropping by the shop. She's a painter, entrepreneur, philanthropist, and social media influencer, and has opened her own tattoo shop in Los Angeles called Enigma Tattoo. Early this summer in June. Please welcome back to Money Making Conversations. I'm proud to say that. Cat tat. What's up, girl? <laughs> hey, hey. Thank you so much for having me again. I come a long way since the last time we I talked. I know. I know. 
let's, let's talk about that's why I'm happy to have you back on the show and everything because you know <laughs> when I when I when you know it's always a journey with everything. That's that was approximately about mm, seven months ago when we talked, about eight months ago when we talked, and and you was finding yourself, you was making some decisions, and you were doing great things, but you seemed to be. Not not what you wanted to be at that moment. So let's talk about that journey where you're at right now. I, I love, first of all, I can tell there's a difference in your tone and your energy. You feel really, not saying you're a negative person, but your spirit seems right. Thank you. You know, I really, really appreciate that. Um, I've been out in Los Angeles for almost two years now, and it was a lot of just figuring it out. Once you just kind of step out on faith and move to an entire new city, not knowing, you know, too many people, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a big risk. So it took me a while to get it figured out. And um, finally, I feel like I got my purpose back, you know, being a tattoo artist um, my entire adult life since I was 18. Mm-hmm. Um, me finally having my own tattoo shop just puts everything in perspective for me. And I feel like I'm actually moving forward now instead of running in circles. <laughs> now, that then you slid that out rather smoothly, my own tattoo shop. Because we didn't even talk about that eight months ago. Was that was yeah. that in the process eight months ago? It's weird. Like I said, I've been tattooing for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, like tattooing is just my my passion, and right. that's what I do. And I'm so focused on creating mm-hmm. and just figuring out, you know, where I wanted to live with you know the TV show and so much happening at one time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't even really have the time to think about. To put together a plan, like, okay, I'm going to move here and open up my shop. Like, right. it really just, um, it set on my spirit when when I felt like it was the right time, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it it took me a long time, but, like, I once I felt like, okay, now this is time for me to pursue this, right. um, I went and looked at spaces and, you know, started putting the pieces together as to what it would take. And then um, from there, it just started rolling. So it was really like a six-month process from, you know, actually... That's yeah, but the trade was so um, has been there for so long that right. it was. Well, you got a brand. You got a brand. You have a following, so that's what helps. And social media helps you out. Help help you make that decision to open as well, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, um, just being a tattoo artist, you know, there's no bigger platform that you can ask for from a national TV show to you know hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. It's like it's a blessing that you can't take for granted, and you got to take full advantage of it. And you have been. So let's talk about this whole process because my show Money Making Conversation is about entrepreneurship. It's about people uh-huh. making that decision that you made. Like you said, eight months ago, we discussed, you was talking, you didn't bring up the idea that I was going to open my own tattoo shop in Los Angeles called Enigma Tattoo. Now, I lived in Los Angeles 15 years. Whereabout is it? So I can you can, you can talk to me. I, where, where, where did you open the shop and where are the locations and why you chose this location? Um, it's Beverly Hills area. It's right on the corner of Pico and Robertson. And anybody Girl, I know that exactly um, is from LA, yeah, everybody that is from here that comes by, they're like, "Man, you couldn't have picked a, a better location." <laughs> so <laughs> it took me a long time to figure out um, the location. I lived. I used to live in North Hollywood, and I didn't want to do it there. Yeah, you're way, you're um, way away. The- you oh, that's a that's a that's a one on one. That's one on one north, right? North okay. Hollywood. Uh, um, North Hollywood. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. But mm-hmm. I'm not there anymore. I moved closer to the shop. Mm-hmm. See. But um, yes. Yeah, so, and then I looked in Culver City and I looked um, on Melrose where every other spot was a tattoo shop and none of it felt right to me. So I was actually going to get my hair done um, 
at the salon in that area. And I'm looking around. I'm like, what area is this? And then so I just drove all up and down Pico, and I wrote down the phone number to all the vacant spots. And there was one that just looked like it had so much potential to me. So I went, I looked through the window, I wrote down the number, <laughs> I called, got the prices and everything. And then from there, I connected with the commercial realtor and he just closed the deal for me. And um, everything went smooth from there. <laughs> so this is so cool. So I know Pico Robinson, that's the location of Enigma Tattoo that's owned by Catat. Now, Catat, let's talk mm-hmm. about this. So, because it was really a cool conversation. So do you have any employees or are you there by yourself? How to, how was working there? What's going on? Oh, no, absolutely. There are uh, six of us total, six amazing um, mm-hmm. artists. Sound like a TV the, the show to me. Mm-hmm. Sound like a TV <laughs> show to me. Hey, I, I will take that. I know that right, Cat Tat. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not mad yeah, if I so, see you on TV now. I'm just going to let you know that. I'm speaking it. So yeah, I'm speaking the words so it can come true, okay? <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, let's, let's put that in the air. <laughs> but, um, yeah, six of us total, all great, amazing tattoo artists. Um, and it's just a blessing to be able to work uh, with other amazing artists. Since right. I moved here, I've just been kind of doing my own thing, traveling, doing right. private right. sessions, private right. studios. So now it's like, okay, now I can build something where we can all come together and, you know, do something even greater. This is interesting. Let me ask so. you this. So, because this is really, really cool conversation. Because we're talking about business, how you started your business from a uh, six months ago. You you driving up and down the street. You was looking at you looked in shops in different areas, Culver City, North Hollywood, Hollywood, and you settled on this location. Now you're telling me, Rashawn, I'm not in there by myself. I have six other people. Okay, you're a celebrity tattoo artist. How did you choose the other six people to come on board? Did did they have to have a social media following? Did they have a have a client base? Did you look at their artwork or they came with recommendations? Uh, how does that work? Yeah, um, you know what? When I feel like once you enter the art world and the tattoo world, all that celebrity and TV stuff doesn't mean anything. You could be on TV, but that doesn't mean that, you know, you could be doing crappy work on TV. So mm-hmm. for me, it was all about the art, all about their skill set, you know, their, um, their own clientele and everything. And I pretty much, like, cherry-picked the artist, and I just, I was actually nervous to approach them because I'm like, why would they want to come and work for me? You know, right. I was really, really mm-hmm. nervous. And I was kind of timid. So I just, you know, I just went out for it and I sent them emails or texts. or reached out to them how I could. And I asked if they would want to sit down and go to lunch with me so I can tell them a little bit about what I'm doing. That's awesome. And it worked. Like, you know, they were stoked to come on board. <laughs> and now we're just forming an amazing team. So... It's, I'm just blessed. <laughs> okay, this is cool. Now, what is your vision of a of a tattoo shop? You know, store your location. What what makes your when you walk in there? What when Rashawn walks in there? What 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 about what, what what world am I walking into? Well, when you ask, like, if I had always on opening up a tattoo shop. I come from, you know, the tattoo industry, small right. towns mm-hmm. from my college town, mm-hmm. and all tattoo shops were kind of small hole in the wall, uh-huh. you know, some people are kind of like mean at the front desk, it's very gritty, and that's not me. Like, I know I'm a tattoo artist, but I'm also a businesswoman, and I always think big. 
So for me to it. have a tattoo shop, I didn't want just a little hole in the wall, you, you know, biker type intimidating shop. Like I wanted something that would appeal to people in all different categories, not just the tattoo industry. I wanted it to appeal to people who are interested in art, who are interested in beauty. And just I wanted it to be very, very high class. Again, with <laughs> all these great things that are happening to you, let's go back to you, you know, giving back. Uh, part of your life, you know, that was something that really uh, affected me positively about you. What are, what are you involved in right now from a charity standpoint, from a, from a philanthropist standpoint? Talk to us right quick. Um, well, I've been doing a lot of work with uh, the Genesee Center for Domestic Violence, and that's been consistent. And then um, also with the tattoo shop, um, being right where it is, right in the center of the city, um, it's given me an opportunity to do more hands-on things with things that are currently going on within the community. Mm-hmm. So right now, um, you know, kids are going back to school. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, let's use this location to have a back-to-school drive. People can drop off uh, school supplies, backpacks, anything, um, clothes, anything that, you know, um, kids and teenagers might need before they go back to school. And then we're going to be um, giving that to the Boys and uh, Girls Club of Los Angeles. So that's what I'm currently working on. Um, and I just want to do more stuff like that. Like let's use this location to always just help people and really give back, be, become a part of uh, the community. Like I was in Chicago. Now I'm able to do that here as well. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, let me Thank ask you this final question here in regards to your artwork you was doing, you was displaying some of your paintings and galleries. Where are we at right now with that? Um, well, right now my tattoo shop is kind of like an art gallery. Um, all the paintings, yeah, so there's artwork. All my artwork is currently on the walls, and then the other tattoo artists there who are painters will be hanging up their artwork. The next thing I want to do is do a, um, a collaborative art show with all the artists so people can come out and see that, you know, these tattoo artists are, are also painters. And then from there, I'm going to do my annual solo art show. Um, it will be my third one in Los Angeles. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll probably be around November. Girl, I'm, I'm talking to a, a businesswoman. I'm talking to an artist. I'm talking to a person who gives back to the community. Um, I'm so impressed with you. And thank you for coming back on my show. Really, this is just a different person that I'm talking to now. A a really (laughs) person who's in control of your future. That's what I hear. Screaming through these phone lines right now. And I'm there for you. Definitely get that banner to me so I can put it in my newsletter. I'm very serious about that. That And the URL link that will click right back to Shoe Dazzle. And uh, let's win, okay? We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you doing with them? If you don't have Free Prints yet, you've got to get it. Free Prints is the free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. All you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Using the Free Prints app is easy. Just select the photos you want to print, whether they're on your phone or on Facebook or Instagram. Choose the sizes and you're done. Your premium quality Free Prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days. With more than 100,000 five-star reviews, Free Prints is one of the world's favorite apps. Download it now at freeprints.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints. The app is free and so are the prints. No subscriptions, no commitments, just free prints. Go to freeprints.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints. That's freeprints.com. 
Yeah, we sort of stopped paying attention and racked up a lot of debt. Yeah, it was stressful. He blamed me for my credit card debt, and I blamed him for building that man cave. It's awesome. <laughs> anyway, we stopped blaming each other, did our homework, and read that a smart way to consolidate debt is to get a fixed-rate loan. But getting a loan was brutal. And a time drain. So I was in my man cave researching personal loans, and I found Best Egg. Yep. They have an A-plus rating with a BBB, and Best Egg handles everything online, start to finish. And Consumer Affairs gave Best Egg five stars for their easy online loan app. And we could be approved and funded in as little as one business day. I applied online with no impact to my credit score. She always takes credit for my wins. <laughs> but long story short, she got an awesome loan, yeah. paid off our cards and some bills while lowering our monthly payment. The Best Egg loan was like a total fresh start. Yeah. Visit bestegg.com slash blue bestegg.com slash blue. Subject to credit approval. Actual rates, fees, and approval times will vary. This episode of Money Making Conversation can be heard on Sirius XM Channel 141 on Howard University campus. Hey. <laughs> and Sirius XM Channel 142 on HBCU campuses and can be downloaded on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podcast, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Now, if you have Alexa, you can just say money making conversation. I'll pop right up. I'm on Alexa now. I'm, I'm, I'm nice. balling now. I'm balling now. <laughs> Each money making conversation radio talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. They in turn deliver information about career planning, motivation, financial literacy, and how they lead a balanced life. And my guest truly leads an incredibly balanced life. Um, he has entertained audiences in film, radio, music, television, on stage, and online for nearly 20 years, from drumline to wild and out. He is a true renaissance man, a social media influencer who continues to dominate all facets of entertainment as a comedian, host, actor, writer, director, executive producer, DJ, philanthropist, social activist, which I really love about you, and children's book author. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Nick Cannon. <laughs> Greetings, sir. Appreciate that intro. You know, bring them out, as they say. Hey, 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 Nick, you know what I'm saying? When you, got a, when you got a resume, don't leave it on the floor. Don't leave it on the floor. And you got an incredible resume, man. I appreciate you. Started doing stand-up at 15. Yes, sir. Yeah. Why? 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 Uh, coming from the church, honestly, I mean, my father was into the ministry. And actually, it goes back even before that. I remember the first time I was ever officially on stage doing stand-up. I was about 11 years old. Uh -huh. And it was audition. Uh, North Carolina for the Apollo and it was like you know it was like the Apollo used to travel mm -hmm. uh, to find mm -hmm. you know different acts and they would put on small talent shows in, in, in smaller regions mm -hmm. and in North Carolina my dad I would always like get up and you know tell Jesus jokes in the church <laughs> and stuff and my dad was like yo you should audition and I put together a whole set when I was 11 mm -hmm. and then from there just kept at it and by the time you know I was 15 years old I was a regular at the comedy store and right. the improvs in LA so right. you know just try, I, I knew I was doing uh, I was following in my father's footsteps but I was sinning too much to be a, a preacher <laughs> so I was like you know what I'm gonna go ahead and just uh, still try to lead the flock my but he, way but, but he believed in you that's the 100%, key right? 100% you know and uh you know my dad I had an unorthodox upbringing you know bounced back and forth through, you know amongst my parents and my grandparents, but mm -hmm. my dad always had that vision of like, I'm raising a man and I want him to think for himself and, awesome. and show him uh, so many things. So even at a young age, at like 11, 12, he was like, whatever it is that you want to do, even if I don't really have the same beliefs, mm -hmm. uh, I still want you to to strive for your 
your goals and reach as much uh, successful ventures as possible. That's important. That's a, that's the relationship, the vision. Because yeah. I was, I admire you. Appreciate I really do it. because of the fact that you got it at such a young age. Yeah, you know, I was still confused at twenty two. Right, right. I was talented, dude, but right. I was just confused. Right. And and the fact that you was able to Me define too. that. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, 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 we all have a layer yeah, of confusion. Yeah. Right. But the fact that you said, "Man, at eleven, this is what I wanted to do." Right. I was tr- still trying to play basketball. I was trying to fit in, and I think that is important based on the success that you have in such an early age. So continued success. Right. Is that you made a decision at eleven. I'm going to follow this path. I enjoy it. I respect it. I appreciate it. Yeah, and one thing it was my my dad always say, think outside the box. I'll never forget that. I mean, that was when that term was was new. Right, uh, right, right. And it was like everybody else in our neighborhood or the projects were trying to do the same things. And, mm-hmm. then, and comedy was something, especially at my age, that a lot of young people weren't striving to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, you know, and I, I did. I looked up to the likes of... Uh, Arsenio Hall mm-hmm. and, and Eddie Murphy and, you know, all the guys on Def Jam and in Living Color at such a young age. And, you know, from mimicking them to, like, creating my own material, it was different from all the kids in the neighborhood who just wanted to be rappers, which I wanted that as well. <laughs> which you've done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it was, but it was like, yo, it made me stand out. So even being in the stand-up club at 15, I was the youngest, you know, and I would right. be, I would see everybody there. You know, it was from... The Chappelle's, the Tuckers, like everyone. But my set was always unique because I was coming from a 15-year-old's perspective where everyone else was talking about the same stuff except for me. I was thinking outside the box and I was standing out. And because of your youth, um, I'm on the phone. Uh, well, he's in the studio. I apologize. Nick Cannon, <laughs> amazing talent. I'm and here. He's here, actually in the studio with me talking. Hey, Nick, when you talk about uh, or that age advantage, warming up. That was yeah. your first break. Tell yeah. us about how that happened. The guy really launched you because that's what people saw you as an actor, saw you as a potential star. And that's what actually started the fire inside of me as well because, you know, being a stand-up, being a kid, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I would go from the comedy clubs straight to, to school in the morning, uh, you know, two hours away in San Diego from L.A. And then I got an opportunity one night. Well, you know, there's always agents and people in mm-hmm. In the crowd, and some producers from Nickelodeon happened mm-hmm. to be uh, in in the audience at the Improv one night, and you know they took a meeting with me or whatever, and they I went and saw a couple of the shows, and I mm-hmm. saw that there's a guy entertaining right, right, right. Uh, for the about, audience, yeah, about four hours while you know they're making a television show. They got to keep the audience entertained and mm-hmm. informed, and and I never knew what that was. Obviously, you know, today that's an audience warm-up person. I was like, but I could do that. Right. You know, right, I know right, I, had, right. I had enough energy right. mm-hmm. to kind of uh, sustain uh, being up there for four hours. So I asked, you know, I was like, hey, let me get a shot at that. Mm-hmm. And from there, I started on Nickelodeon doing the warm-up, and people were just, I was sometimes. He was killing it. Yeah, he was, was killing like, it. He's more entertaining <laughs> than the show. So uh, word got around town. Mm-hmm. I started uh, doing it for a bunch of shows, and then, you know, being 16 years old, you know, being able to tell jokes, dance, rap, sing, all the entertaining And be audience. handsome, too. Well, thank you. <laughs> but And then that showed me that there was more jobs than just being mm-hmm. in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when I, you know, got the bug for writing as well because I would sit back and I was I would watch the different sitcoms or even the sketches on, on Nickelodeon. And, mm-hmm. and because they, they were speaking to my audience and I was writing jokes every night, I was like, yo, I could write for, for this as well. And that's how I got my first job as the youngest staff writer in television. And that was incredible because here's the deal. He was killing it. 
Okay, you know, I was doing my thing on Sister Sister. I was yeah. doing my thing on Jamie Foxx. Y'all let you know. me warm up Sister Sister <laughs> one time when Alex got sick. I came over there. <laughs> and that's when it, because he was he was just a bona fide talent. But the thing that carries him differently, he's a you're a genuinely nice guy. Oh, thank you. That's yeah. that that separates itself from anything else because you can see you you you've met a lot of talented yeah, people. Yeah. I've met a lot of talented people. Yeah. But your ability to be nice, to be right. welcoming is what carries yourself in personal life as well as professionally. Because on stage, you want to be a friend with. You yeah, can. and it's, it's it's energy. I'm a I'm an energy person. And, I, and when I was younger, I didn't really know how to explain right. it. You mm-hmm. know, but, I, uh, you know, I would just say I was raised right. Right, but, right, right. But right. honestly, you know, when you walk into a room, especially someone who's an entertainer mm-hmm. or someone that everyone knows, you want to feel that welcoming spirit. You want to be able to... To have a smile on your face, even if it's not the greatest day or even if you're not there to be an entertainer, but you got to walk around with a good spirit and, and exude positive energy. And, you know, you don't, you don't have to be everybody's best friend. You don't have to. Because <laughs> you're a boss now. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I have to balance it, and, you know, and, and and you have to monitor your energy as well. That's even in business as well. You got to make sure you're not uh, loosely giving away your energy to things right. that have uh, no fruition or have no power to them. So, so in that order, I've I've been able to balance that pretty well to where I'm always kind. I'm always trying to be a, a, a pleasing individual, but you know, you got to be stern. You got to be a businessman. At the same That's time. The, the fun part about you. I mean, you've, you've made those decisions, you know, being a chairman, yeah. being a producer, being an EP, being yeah. a writer, because in the end, because you have a group of friends, I always call you like the LeBron of, of, of our, our <laughs> oh, business. Cause you, you have a crew of people that have been with you for a long time. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm yeah. saying? From like LeBron gate. from yeah, the day, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I ran into, I was so fun when I came by the wild and I taping, yeah. it was like a memory lane when they yeah. walked up and oh, oh. I was like, wow, you still with Oh, it was Niles and all that. Yeah, that whole crew, man, is yeah. so important, and I, and I think that keeps you grounded as well, right? Absolutely, man. I, I like to dance with the people I came to the party with, you mm-hmm. know, and and that's the idea. To me, that's truly what success is all about. When you can share it with people who who knew you when you didn't have anything, and, right? And you know, I got the same manager from that. The the people who saw me in the improv yep. are still <laughs> with me to this day. I mean, and you even speak of people who. You know, were like just my writing partners right. that are now showrunners. Right, you know right. I mean? mm-hmm. and, I, and actually, I learned that from you guys. Mm-hmm. I learned that mm-hmm. watching mm-hmm. And, and seeing how the camaraderie that mm-hmm. you guys all had coming up. And I was like, yo, I want to be able to do that in 10 and years. And you're doing it very, very well. So where's the brand going now, The Voice? Because sometimes you step away and you're an activist. And yeah. I love that about you. I was about to say, it's all about the community for me. It's about giving other people opportunities. Uh, it's about opening doors and sharing the knowledge, wealth, and wisdom that I've obtained with everyone else. Right. I mean, you know, obviously I'm still in school. Hopefully, you know, I, I'll be able to, you know, HU, Howard University. I, I want to go all the way. I'm getting my master's, want to go to my doctorate mm-hmm. and eventually be a professor mm-hmm. uh, and, and teach the things that <laughs> I've, I've, I've picked up mm-hmm. along the way. Uh, but it's all about the community, whether it's teaching, whether it's entertaining, whether it's investing into us. That's what it's really about. I'm telling you, so you're already a professor. I appreciate you already it. got your PhD, <laughs> so you will get that degree. You may not do the whole four year run, but they yeah. will give it to you because you all your experience and your academic training in life yeah. will pay off for a student just by sitting down and listening to you. Hey, I Nick, I want to thank you for coming on the show, brother. Oh man, I appreciate you. Hey, brother. Uh, again, uh, keep winning. Uh, uh, keep up. Thank uh, you. Keep uplifting the community. Likewise. When you do that, when you step out and do that, man, I smile even bigger than watching you on Wild and Out. Uh, okay? I appreciate it, thank my you. man. <laughs> appreciate you. <laughs>
We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you doing with them? If you don't have Free Prints yet, you've got to get it. Free Prints is the free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. All you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Using the Free Prints app is easy. Just select the photos you want to print, whether they're on your phone or on Facebook or Instagram. Choose the sizes, and you're done. Your premium quality Free Prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days. With more than 100,000 five-star reviews, Free Prints is one of the world's favorite apps. Download it now at freeprints.com and start Start enjoying real, professional, quality, free prints. The app is free, and so are the prints. No subscriptions, no commitments, just free prints. Go to freeprints.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints. That's freeprints.com. Yeah, we sort of stopped paying attention and racked up a lot of debt. Yeah, it was stressful. He blamed me for my credit card debt, and I blamed him for building that man cave. It's awesome. (laughs) Anyway, we stopped blaming each other, did our homework, and read that a smart way to consolidate debt is to get a fixed-rate loan. But getting a loan was brutal. And a time drain. So I was in my man cave researching personal loans, and I found Best Egg. They have an A-plus rating with the BBB, and Best Egg handles everything online, start to finish. And Consumer Affairs gave Best Egg five stars for their easy online loan app. And we could be approved and funded in as little as one business day. I applied online with no impact to my credit score. She always takes credit for my wins. <laughs> but long story short, she got an awesome loan, yep. paid off our cards and some bills while lowering our monthly payment. The Best Egg loan was like a total fresh start. Yeah. Visit bestegg.com slash blue. BestEgg.com slash blue. Subject to credit approval. Actual rates, fees, and approval times will vary. Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.RashawnMcDonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, coworker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit RashawnMcDonald.com. As host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald is uniquely positioned to provide a step-by-step, easy-to-understand blueprint that drives listeners to realize their dreams and aspirations. Until you do the business plan or incorporate or actually create that product or start selling products, the universe doesn't have to deal with you. Money Making Conversations is an innovative platform that delivers financial literacy to help everyone with their brand success. My next guest is an accomplished actor on shows like Falcon Crest, Fame, Hill Street Blues, Knott's Landing, Dallas, or Dallas, whoo, boy, back in the day, Who Shot JR? And New York Undercover, off on Fox, man, that was the show. His film credits include Get Rich or Die Trying, Hoodlum, Predator, Minister to Society. That is a movie. If you've not seen it, you should catalog that. That is one of the best urban um inner city movies of how uh, drive-bys and uh, inner city violence. I was living in L.A. at the time when that movie came out, so it was really uh, very relatable and many more. He's a TV and film director and uh, deep cover when he was with Jeff Goldblum 
Man, we gotta talk about that, man. Sister Act Two, uh, producer, writer, and the author of the new book that we're gonna talk about on the show today. Bill Duke, forty-year career on screen and behind the camera. Since I said his name, please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Bill Duke. <laughs> God bless you, my brother. Thanks for having me. Hey, Bill, how you doing, my friend? I'm blessed, man. Thank you for having me on your show. Well, first of all, uh, you know, you know, I know your talents. Uh, we we we. We kind of met a couple of times when you came by Steve Harvey's morning show, and uh, you was always quiet, but always had a, a message about giving back, man. I, I even been that's, yeah. about, that's about 15 years ago when we had that conversation, and uh, I yeah. see you still maintaining that with your foundation. Talk to us about that yeah. before we get into the book. Well, it's the uh, Duke Media Foundation, and you can see it online at dukemediafoundation.org, dukemediafoundation.org. Mm-hmm. And we teach young people who are interested in our industry, uh, two things. One is media literacy. Uh, we've gone from film and television to Hulu, Crackle, uh, uh-huh. Amazon, Netflix, uh, augmented reality, virtual reality, cell phone apps. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Uh-huh. And it's not about just purchasing those things. It's about what are the jobs behind those issues? Right. And, those. and the second thing we teach young people is financial literacy. Right. We are taught how to spend money, but not how to use money. So we teach them about what is the FDIC, what's the Federal Reserve, what's the stock market, what is Wall Street, what's debt, what is credit, what is compound interest, mm-hmm. what are loans, so that they're given the information that they can uh, utilize to their benefit in terms of leveraging dollars for themselves. That's really amazing. And what's the age group and how can one, uh, how can a young person, I'm assuming it's male and female, and uh, what's the age group that participates in this uh, in your foundation program? They're high schools from 14 uh, to 18 years old, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, we try to hold it four times a year. Um, we uh, are constantly raising funds for it because we think we want to eventually take it national. Yes, sir. Because we think particularly financial literacy is so important. You know, we we're taught to spend money but not how to use it, so Absolutely. we're trying to spread the. Absolutely. Well, you know, the thing about it, uh, always use me as an asset, you know, when you're doing it again. And, uh, uh, Bill, first of all, I'm a fan. Uh, you've been like a mentor to me because I, I've watched your talent. I've, uh, and it, the people don't understand. You don't have to know somebody for somebody to be your mentor. It's just what they, how they carry themselves, how they present themselves on screen, their accomplishments. And watching your career, I have to say you're, you have been a mentor to me because you've laid the groundwork to say this can happen. This can happen. And uh, you have a production company that, that produces film and television shows called Duke Media Entertainment. Let the, let the fans and the listeners know about that. Well, we um, try our best, you know, to collaborate with um, other companies, um, network studios, uh, online, etc., to create content. We call it edutainment. And we don't preach or anything, but we think that, you know, you can entertain people, but also give them a little nugget to think about. You yes, know? sir. Yes, and uh, without, you know, because we don't know everything, but, you know, there are issues that raise their heads that should be addressed. And you can do it in an entertaining way. So we try our best to do that. And so um, that's 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 our goal. Well, you know, the interesting thing about having a production company, because I have one is and uh, but yours is way more advanced than mine, Bill. And um, is that when you think about uh, how do people. What are the wrong, the incorrect way that people present ideas or try to pitch ideas to you or to your production company? If you can give my, my listeners uh, uh, a quick how-to and how-don't to pitch an idea. Well, first of all, um, 
today uh, pitching an idea. Um, a lot of the creative executives in our industry are accountants. And, um, you know, you go and just pitch an idea verbally. I think you better protect yourself better if you have uh, what is called a deck, and it's a visual, digital presentation of the vision, um, who is your basic audience, how many of them are there, what is your gender, etc. Have a little sizzle reel would be great. You can have the script plus a synopsis. But to answer your um, vital question, I used to go pitching with passion and, and all kinds of, well, my grandfather, great-grandfather was a slave or whatever, and that, that. this is why it's important. And I used to pitch those ideas, and I go back to my agent because no one picked the ideas up. And I said, what in the name of what's going on? And so he said, hey, Bill, did you answer the essential question in the first three minutes of the pitch? Mm-hmm. And I said, what is that question? He said, Bill, what they want to know is, how in the hell you going to make me my money back? <laughs> yep, that's true. That's true. You know, I never thought about that. But you, you can have all the passion you want. But if you can't tell them how you can make them the money back, it ain't mm-hmm. going to work too well. <laughs> that's not going to work at all. So that so that means they're definitely having that deck and also have a sense of what a per episode cost is going to be. Or if, if that's yeah. if you're talking about, because I was talking to a, a president of a network the other day and he asked me, uh, I was talking about a cooking show. He said, he immediately asked, he immediately asked me, okay, what's the per episode cost? And I went, oh, uh, mm-hmm. I went, uh, <laughs> let me, let me get back with you on that. Because, you know, because a lot of people exactly. thought, you know, I had to go there, you know, me, me, me had to go, uh, didn't expect that to come out in this conversation so fast. <laughs> I like that idea. What's the what's the per episode cost? I went, uh, because uh, uh-huh. you know you don't throw out the wrong number. You throw out the wrong number and kill the deal, or you throw out the wrong number and you can lose money because you could have made more money. So you, so I That's hesitated, right. and so because everybody's right. talking about digital, they're talking about streaming, they're talking about cable, they're talking about television, and each one of those carry a different price tag on what you can actually charge per episode or what you can accomplish in production quality. So it's really amazing that you said that because I I was victim of that last week, Bill. So it's, that's what we go. So let's talk about this book. Let's talk about this book, man. Uh, I've read the book, uh, Bill Duke, Forty Year Career on Screen and Behind the Camera. Um, my 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 first takeaway of this book because you were born and raised in Poughkeepsie, New York. That's where IBM. I used to work for IBM, so I immediately uh, uh, related to that story. Um, tell me about why did you write this book, Bill? Well, I wrote it for uh, several reasons, you know. It's um, the legacy from my family, you know. Um, I, I really wanted people to know uh, about the era in which I grew up in and the people who guided me through that time. And writing this book, and, and when I was going through it, just the different levels, because drugs uh, played a negative role in your life, and, yes. uh, and you was able to overcome that. But, you know, yes. the, the one thing that in, your, in the relationship – because you were molested early on by a babysitter, yeah. and that affected yeah. your 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 relationship with women over the years. Yeah. And yeah. but I I, want, I I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about you, the pioneer. You know, uh, uh, you know, the early days of television, uh, directing hit shows. Uh, you know, uh, doing incredibly. Uh, I feel uh, movies that I when I who I mean, Deep Cover, which is one of my all time favorite movies. Mm-hmm. How did you make that transition to directing? Well, um, I was uh, directing uh, 
stage plays uh, in New York and out here in L.A. also. Mm-hmm. But I was always, and I wrote some of my own stuff, but I was always intimidated by the equipment of, you know, the cameras and the, the dolly grip, the dollies and, uh, and the lights and everything. And I just overwhelmed by that. And um, so um, I got um, a show called Palmerstown USA by, um, you know, Norman Lee and Alex Haley produced it. Right. I was on it couple of seasons, um, Janelle Allen and myself, but then I didn't work two years after that. And I said, I better, I better get over this fear because I have to have more than one skill. I applied for the American Film Institute, got in. And thank God. Wow. Um, go ahead. I said, wow, that's awesome. And uh, I got a film out of that called The Hero and it got some recognition. I shopped it around to everybody. They wouldn't take it. And so they wouldn't let me direct. So I went away on a retreat for... Um, uh, meditation, because I, I, I'm a transcendental meditation practitioner. Mm-hmm. And I'm my agent calls me and says, uh, David Jacobs wants to see you from Knox Landing. He's a producer. I said, what? So I flew, I went back and met with David Jacobs. It was like a strange little meeting, very brief. And mm-hmm. then um, my agent, it's not going to happen. A week later, the agent calls me and said, David Jacobs wants you to direct the first episode of Knox Landing. I cheered. I was so happy. Uh, then I went to work, and um, I was there for, like, you know, prepping the, the – uh, and the last day of prep, Joe Wallenstein comes and says, Bill, you, we know you're going to be a great director from your reel. I said, what reel? Said, well, the reel you turned into David. I said, no, I just got an AF. He said, wait a minute. He goes into David Jacobs' office. David Jacobs had mixed my box up with someone else's. <laughs> that's how I got my first job. Oh, that's a, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Yeah, but well, you, God, we, God, God, God bless me. But, but also, but, the other thing I was going to tell you was about my first day on Dallas. I was the first black director on Dallas, and I go to the gate, and I roll the window down, and the security guard says to me, "Who are you delivering for?" That was that was a moment, and that's the. And well, I, I read that in the book, and I'm going to let everybody know that uh, I don't want to give away all them nuggets, Bill, because I remember that, and you 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 paused momentarily because you didn't want to like become a come a black panther back in the day black panther on them <laughs> but i'm gonna tell you something bill do me a favor uh first of all thank you for taking the time to come on my show i really want to bring you back because man we uh, this is like a been like a conversation a conversation with bill can you send me uh can you send me a um uh a banner so i can post this thursday i got over a million social media followers okay bill you be safe my friend think about it You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you doing with them? If you don't have Free Prints yet, you've got to get it. Free Prints is the free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. All you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Using the Free Prints app is easy. Just select the photos you want to print, whether they're on your phone or on Facebook or Instagram. Choose the sizes, and you're done. Your premium quality free prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days. With more than 100,000 five-star reviews, Free Prints is one of the world's favorite apps. Download it now at freeprints.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints. The app is free and so are the prints. No subscriptions, no commitments, just free prints. Go to freeprints.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints. That's freeprints.com. Yeah, we sort of stopped paying attention and racked up a lot of debt. Yeah. 
It was stressful. He blamed me for my credit card debt, and I blamed him for building that man cave. It's awesome. <laughs> anyway, we stopped blaming each other, did our homework, and read that a smart way to consolidate debt is to get a fixed-rate loan. But getting a loan was brutal. And a time drain. So I was in my man cave researching personal loans, and I found Best Egg. Yep. They have an A-plus rating with the BBB, and Best Egg handles everything online, start to finish. And Consumer Affairs gave Best Egg five stars for their easy online loan app. And and we could be approved and funded in as little as one business day. I applied online with no impact to my credit score. <laughs> she always takes credit for my wins. <laughs> but long story short, she got an awesome loan, yep. paid off our cards and some bills while lowering our monthly payment. The Best Egg loan was like a total fresh start. Yeah. Visit bestegg.com slash blue. Bestegg.com slash blue. Subject to credit approval. Actual rates, fees, and approval times will vary. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversations. Money Making Conversations is your show. I just host it. A lot of people don't understand that when I say that publicly. Rashawn McDonald, you don't let me bring... You know, I don't book nobody on your show. That's true. That's true. That's true. Because you don't know anybody. That's, that's how it works. I know everybody. And everybody calls me. And that way I can talk to them like I know them. See, like this person in the background. See, I, these people, I've been I, I be talking to people. I'm trying to introduce them. I got to set it up. And she in the background laugh. That ain't fair. That ain't right. But we're going to get to her right now because she probably just ready to just talk. She ain't got time. She a busy person. My next guest is born and raised in the Super Bowl City. Philadelphia. Yeah, Super Bowl City. She talking about me talking. And one of the stars of the new CW hit superhero series, Black Lightning. She plays the role of Anissa Pierce, a.k.a. Thunder, the passionate and quick-witted daughter of Black Lightning. And she is the co-owner of Saturday Dreaming. Saturday Dreaming is an online fashion boutique inspired by women who are following their dreams and embracing their individuality along the way. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Nafisa Williams. Thank you, thank you. What a warm, what a warm welcome. Thank well, you know, you, if you, if, if, yeah, I would have said more, but I got nervous because you were talking and cheering in the background. You know, <laughs> there are rules to introduction, Nafisa. There are rules. Now, I know you're on this popular series. Let, let's let's get to let's get to this series. First of all, where you at right now? Where are you at? Talking to me from? I'm home. And home is. Home is right now, Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Well, you, Atlanta, you, Georgia. you could have come in studio and did this interview, girl. This I'm, you know I'm really what? mad now. I'm really mad now. Oh, really... I didn't mean to make you mad. Okay, don't make me mad because you're a superhero. You're a superhero. You're Thunder. Right. Thunder can make a difference. Now, let's talk about, uh, we've got a lot of things to talk about. Your, 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 your give back programs, uh, your uplifting programs about Saturday's Dreaming. But let's talk about it, some of the shows you've done before. But let's talk about Black Lightning how you auditioned for that role, and how it is so, uh, it's changing the game for, uh, uh, you know, we all know about Black Panther. We all know about that. But Black Lightning has is, is carved out its own niche, is, is playing very well on Netflix. I follow it now. I went from CW to did. You know you're hot when Netflix picks you up quickly. That's a good sign right there that you got something going on. So tell us about how did you audition and how your life has changed since you've been associated with Black Lightning. Well, I got the call from my manager about a year and a half ago that I had this audition called Black Lightning. I didn't, I never, I never heard of Black Lightning, never knew that we even had a black superhero 
along with his family that was a part of the DC universe. Never knew. So I go. I never knew either. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I never knew. I never knew. But I, I, I get the script, and I was like, first of all, knowing that Mara and Salima Kill were at the helm of it all, and they were the writers and the executive producers, I knew that this would be a good show because their work speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of their work. Mm -hmm. Always wanted to work with them. Mm -hmm. So I was first excited to read the script because I knew they were attached to it. Mm -hmm. So I read the script, and I was like, I I just appreciated the story. Uh, Most superheroes you see are, you know, in their early 20s. And here with Black Lightning, you have a middle-aged man with a family who is a high school principal. We've just never seen or heard this story before, and I appreciated the strong, bold, and independent female characters that they created within this world. So I went in for the job, and I was like, listen, y'all, y'all looking for me. (laughs) I felt so connected. I felt so connected to the character and felt so connected to the story that I just really went in so focused, and I said, just go in and let them know that you are her. And that was just the goal, you know, to go in and, and show them that I understood this character and that I was really wanting to give my voice over to her. And I under, you know, I understood everything about her world. So um, coming from a city like Philly, I understand some of the problems that, that, that the city Freeland faces within the show and just wanting to be a voice for that and hopefully spark change you know, within our country, within our city, because you don't see a superhero, you know, with his family. As I mentioned before, you you usually see this young superhero flying and jumping all around. (laughs) And you have this family Mm -hmm. of superheroes. And and that's just an amazing concept, a really cool idea. Um, And kudos to everyone over at DC and Tony Isabella. And Trevor, who who created you know this 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 character? Yeah, let's let's talk about this show here about Rashawn McDonald's Black Lightning Experience because it's really all about me, really. You know, I'm a fan. <laughs> it's a fan. I'm a fan. Okay, so so I'm seeing it being promoted. I know. In fact, I didn't know that uh, Mara or the the the, the, the Slim family had been involved or involved in it at all. I just saw this, and I and my first thought was they would not have the production quality. It's a black show. I thought they wouldn't have the production quality to deliver the special effects. That, that was my first thought. Rushan had already made some preconceived thoughts that he wasn't going to oh, watch the show. before the show came out, these were your thoughts? These were my thoughts. You know, I'm just telling you, being okay. honest. You know, I said, no, you know, yeah, they yeah, probably— no, no, I love hearing you. Know, you know, I love they, hearing you. They, 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 you know, they're they trying to get on the hype of the Black Panther, dropping this little black show in, and, you know, I ain't wasting my time. Because I'm a superhero nut, by the way, this week. Okay? Wow. Okay, so, so then my wife, she knows I'm a superhero nut. So she says— she watches the premiere, and then she goes, you better watch the show. I go, why? I'm, you best watch the show. you missing something. I said, really? Really? Well, whatever. So she rec- I, three weeks went by. I didn't watch the show. She said, wow. watch. and she's watching it and giving me kind of like updates. Uh, you better. It, it, I go, Will you stop telling me? I'm not going to watch the show. So I was, she said, she sat me down. I, I binge watched the first three episodes I missed and have not missed an episode since. You can give yes. me a you can give me a quiz right now about Black Lightning. <laughs> I pass with one hundred percent. That's how much of a fan I am. Because I'm gonna tell you why. Because of the fact that first of all, the villains are fantastic. The villains are fantastic. That's key to me. You know, do the villains have credibility? Do do they throw? fear in you do they do they do they do they map out and then all of a sudden there is innate danger that the secret cannot get out and then the dynamic between 
their 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 parents because they're divorced and she divorced him because yeah. he was a superhero because she didn't want to yeah. deal with the pressure of him fighting crime. The same thing her daughter. See, I love the fact that the daughter got a little the mama in her. I'm talking about the younger daughter. And then Thunder, who I'm interviewing right now, she got all daddy in her. She all about saving the community. She all about stepping out there. She, she'll tell the world right now she's Thunder. But she realizes that she can't because the people know how to attack and know how to get the family. That's why the superheroes can't tell who they are. That's why superheroes really can't have loved ones. That's why this show works yeah. because of the fact mm-hmm. that they are a family and the fact that, let's, let's put it this way, uh, 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 it'd be like the Cosby's superheroes because the exactly. father's a principal. I'm just telling you, listen to me. The father's a principal. That's a, that's a really recognized and good job. The mom's a scientist. She's a doctor. So that's another high-profile profession. So you have two mm-hmm. people who got two beautiful daughters. Once in high school, once, once. A, you, 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 your character's finished college, correct? No, no, no. She's still currently in medical school. See, I'm, see, I'm saying, boy, your boy's staying on top of his game. <laughs> <laughs> and before we go, I want to talk about some of the give back programs. You work with the Skid Row campaign. The, uh, the I, do. I do. I mm-hmm. do. Let's talk about that before we go, because I want to just let everybody shape uh, your lifestyle. You know that you do have time for the for individuals. Your character that you that you do on TV really transcend to your everyday life. Tell us about your efforts in the community. Oh, uh, thank you. I just believe that you know it's our duty to serve and to give back, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you've been blessed. And much much is given, much is required, and. I believe that the secret is service, you know, and, and we're, we're put here to bless each other and to, you know, inspire and empower each other. And that's pretty much my life mission. I believe, you know, um, life begins when you start to follow your dreams and understand what your purpose is. And then once you understand what your purpose is, your job next is to help the next person, you know, discover what theirs is and encourage them to follow theirs. So um, that's just basically, you know, I try to live by that rule. Um, I, I go down to Skid Row while I was going when I was in L.A., and I try to go mm-hmm. when, I, when I, you know, when I'm not filming. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the Peggy Beatrice Foundation. Mm-hmm. And we go down to Skid Row, we, we clothe, we feed, we pray, you know, just encourage, sometimes just listen, you know, mm-hmm. be in a listening ear. And um, I, I, I love doing it. I'm, I'm most happy when I'm, when I'm serving and when I'm giving. So um, that's, that's definitely... One of, one of my favorite things to be doing, and I, I get much, keep much, doing much. It. Please keep doing it. Uh, oh, real quickly, tell say. everybody about Saturday uh, Dreaming one more time before we close out the show, <laughs> how they can find it, and uh, what exactly it is. Yeah, so Saturday Dreaming is my own uh, my online boutique. I'm a co-owner with my best friend since 13 years old, so it's really cool. I believe in building with your friends and, and, and you know, making your dreams together become a reality. So that's what Saturday Dreaming is. It's an online boutique catered to young women who are following their dreams and, you know, embracing their individuality, but but doing it in a, you know, Saturday Dreaming offers that platform for you to, to, to look fly and, and but on an affordable budget. And that was that was the mission. So you can follow us at Saturday Dreaming on Instagram and definitely check out the website, SaturdayDreaming.com. And, uh, yeah, post your pictures. Tag me. I want to see how you look. Awesome. I want to tell you, Black Lightning, she's one of the stars. I want to let you know that you're the only person I've ever interviewed from Black Lightning. That's not that's saying that I came to you first and you came back. You showed me love. Uh-huh. I'm giving love back to you. I love the show. I love all the characters. Keep Thank winning, you young so lady. Thank you so much for your support. I really, really, really keep winning. It. Everybody need to watch the show. Watch it and repeat. It's on Netflix. 
It's great show to watch if you want to download and get caught up. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Alrighty. Okay. Bye. Have a good one. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. Think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you doing with them? If you don't have Free Prints yet, you've got to get it. Free Prints is the free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. All you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Using the Free Prints app is easy. Just select the photos you want to print, whether they're on your phone or on Facebook or Instagram. Choose the sizes and you're done. Your premium quality Free Prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days. With more than 100,000 five-star reviews, Free Prints is one of the world's favorite apps. Download it now at freeprints.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints. The app is free and so are the prints. No subscriptions, no commitments, just free prints. Go to freeprints.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints. That's freeprints.com. Yeah, we sort of stopped paying attention and racked up a lot of debt. Yeah, it was stressful. He blamed me for my credit card debt, and I blamed him for building that man cave. It's awesome. (laughs) Anyway, we stopped blaming each other, did our homework, and read that a smart way to consolidate debt is to get a fixed-rate loan. But getting a loan was brutal. And a time drain. So I was in my man cave researching personal loans, and I found Best Egg. They have an A-plus rating with a BBB, and Best Egg handles everything online, start to finish. And Consumer Affairs gave Best Egg five stars for their easy online loan app. And we could be approved and funded in as little as one business day. I applied online with no impact to my credit score. She always takes credit for my wins. <laughs> but long story short, she got an awesome loan, yep. paid off our cards and some bills while lowering our monthly payment. The Best Egg loan was like a total fresh start. Yeah. Visit bestegg.com slash blue. BestEgg.com slash blue. Subject to credit approval. Actual rates, fees, and approval times will vary. Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.RashawnMcDonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, coworker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit RashawnMcDonald.com. As host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald is uniquely positioned to provide a step-by-step, easy-to-understand blueprint that drives listeners to realize their dreams and aspirations. Until you do the business plan or incorporate or actually create that product or start selling products, the universe doesn't have to deal with you. Money Making Conversations is an innovative platform that delivers financial literacy to help everyone with their brand success. It's good to have a money making conversation with somebody that makes money. (laughs) 
Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.